Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds. I'm Tiffany Fikes. And I'm Wendy Papazan. Today, we are going to be talking about how to say no to say yes to the things that matter most. And the reason we're talking about this episode right now is is we are launching into fall crazy time, is what I would call it. So those of you that have kids especially understand what fall crazy time is. There's back to school, there's the work responsibilities, there's the PTA, there's your HOA duties, there's the revving up to the holidays, which I can't even believe I said that, it's August. And yet you guys are feeling it. It is crazy time. And for many of us, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I think fondly back on COVID now because I said no to so many things. And I felt honestly more at peace. I had more time for myself. I had more time for my health. I had more time for my family. I had more time for the things that matter. And now that life is ramped back up again, I'm just feeling the squeeze. So we're going to just, we're actually going to do kind of a loosely structured episode today. And I just want to do a deep dive with uh, you guys and find out what you guys are saying no to so that you can say yes to the things that matter most. Yeah, what I think is interesting when you talk about COVID, we didn't actually say no to anything because the world said no to Mm. the things for us. Mm. You know, like the world just didn't ask us to do things. Mm. Um, And so if you can go back to that feeling of not having all of this pressure put on you, and like when you said, you know, that like you got to spend your time the way you wanted to spend your time, or at least you got to make more choices about how you were spending the time within the limited geography maybe that you had. And that's the energy that I want you to bring to that question, because I don't know about y'all. I mean, we've got lots of different upbringings, like Midwest, East Coast. I I grew up in Texas. Like saying no was it's very culturally hard in Texas, in the South, Mm -hmm. in you know different parts of the world where I've lived. Saying no is not a natural thing. You want to please whoever is asking you, and so saying yes becomes kind of the first. My first instinct. Is that true for y'all? For for sure. I think I, I've been really talking this through a lot with my therapist. So I started therapy now maybe a year ago. And one of the big conversations was like realizing that at four years old, my older sister had a very major eye surgery, a very major surgery. So she was cut from one ear to the other and they had to move her eyes closer to her nose. And it was a major surgery. Her face was covered um, for many, many days um, fully. And it was pretty serious. And at that time, um, we've been talking about, you know, I'm a four-year-old little girl and my sister was very insecure about obviously everything that she was going through with her face and then also like just playing with friends and things like that. And we were talking about how like my parents used to say like, you get her out talking to people, you get her out doing this. And at a four years old, I was given some responsibility of taking care of my older sister. And I now see that transcend through all my life of just like this responsibility of taking care of everyone, right? And it starts many times at like a young age, right, is what I'm learning through therapy, Um, and it transcends. And so I have lived my life that way for most of my life. And so I learned to say yes to a lot of people um, and not saying no to a lot of people as well, which 
caused a lot of burnout. So it's been a big deal for me. Well, I love that, Sarah. And you know, I um, I think it was on an earlier episode where you shared with us about your sister. You never told me that. I did not know yeah. that about her. I love that you're. I love that you're sharing that about her. And it actually caused me to have a memory from my childhood. So I'm not in therapy. I need to be in therapy. Obviously, we all do. Um, but what it made me realize is, is that when I was five and my sister was born, uh, my mom was actually uh, hospitalized because she thought my sister was shrinking. And, um, and so I had a very similar experience and my sister has some learning difficulties. Mm. Um, and so I've always been in exactly the same place as that is having to be the older sister taking care of her. I mean, when I was 10, I used to, I used to babysit her in the Mm. summer. And so, so when you said that, that really resonated with me because I had a very similar experience um, and so powerful. So yeah. um, you can thank your therapist for me. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I'll yeah. send her a check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think we're programmed, many of us have been programmed at a very young age to be the responsible one, be the one to take care of others. Um, and, and sometimes before we're even ready, right? Four years old, mm-hmm. you know, you're not ready to, to, to have that responsibility. And all, I would never, I would never change it because I'm so thankful for who I am because of that. But it did make me realize through going to therapy that that's why I have this need to um, to be there for everyone. And at times, that means that I'm sacrificing myself. You know what's good for my family at times because I have this need um, to be there for everybody else. And so, which means I say yes. I've struggled saying yes to a lot of things and not, and not know at times and yes to the things that matter most. So. Yeah. Well, and I think getting that clarity on what you're going to say yes to, or like, what are your yeses for me was the beginning of my journey of being able to say no, because Wendy, you, you said this to me, you call, you were like, you're so capable that you can do all of these things. And so I have a very diverse skill set, which allows me to be able to do more than some other people. And that doesn't mean I have to though. And it doesn't mean that I should. And I had never thought about it as like, oh, that's my capableness. I just, I know I can. And so I should is what it sounds like in my head and realizing that, well, no, when I say yes to one thing, I am saying no to every other possibility in that moment. And so I've got to make sure that my yeses are right and that they're for what matters most and understanding who I am, what I was created to do, what I'm put on this earth, what is my mission. And then I can align all the questions with that piece because then it becomes not easy. It's no way easy for me to ever say no, but it becomes more clear that I should say no. So that was the first step for me in that journey is like getting really clear on who I was, what I should say yes to so that it aligns with my mission. That's that's really powerful. Yeah. And we've talked about it before. You know, we've done podcast episodes on figuring out what your mission is. And it's so important to understand your mission and and your values. You know, I was having a conversation with um, with Jay, actually, about Dave Jenks. Many of you know Dave Jenks. He was Jay's uh, partner for many years. And uh, we were talking about the end of his life. And I said to him, I said, you know, one of his top values must have been freedom. 
because he traveled around a lot. Um, and, you know, the way that he died was very much symbolic of, of his one of his values. And it was interesting because Jay, it was a big aha for Jay because he was just struggling a little bit um, with what happened. And um, and I said, you know what, that's that was that was one of Dave's top values. And so he was aligning his life and his choices around that. And that's really that's what we want to do, right? Understanding what's important to you. And that's why we sometimes feel burned out or disconnected, or we have that like feeling in our bodies. You know, mm. some of us are so good at detachment. We're so good at detaching the way we feel with how we operate in the world. And it can be a superpower. And it's also, it's, it can be destructive. Right? It's, yeah, so, it's a superpower it, for the moment and it's destruction for your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this week, this was very real to me because um, two weeks ago, I had um, the longest standing t- team member, the longest standing agent um, decide to leave. And he had been with me a decade and um, it was a, a big deal. Okay. And my leader of that location, which is the DC Metro location of Empower Home, um, called me and she was she was crying. She was very emotional about about it. And um, I I had to lead her. I had to coach her. I said, okay, you have one day to grieve. And then tomorrow I want you to wake up and I want you to pour into all of the people that are counting on you to lead them. And I led her, I stayed strong, I didn't cry, I didn't feel any of the emotion of my longest standing agent leaving, right? And I didn't allow myself to. I I was like, I'm gonna be there for her, I'm gonna lead her, right? And then on Tuesday, I am in the middle of work. (laughs) So it's two weeks later, I'm in the middle of work and I had an emotional like anxiety attack about it. Mm. And it showed up at the most horrible time. I've, I've actually never had this happen quite like this. It showed up at the at the absolute worst time. Um, and my therapist, or I feel like we're talking a lot about my therapist today. My therapist has told <laughs> me, like, you can't ignore feelings. Like, feelings do show up. And, like, you, you can ignore them for a period of time, but at some point they will show up. I mean, listening to you talk about Jay, Wendy, that was, that's what's probably going on with him with Dave Jenks. It's like mm-hmm. the emotions that he's feeling from losing a friend, losing a partner is showing up much later maybe because it's been many months now. But that's what happens when we don't allow ourselves to, like, feel in the moment. And at times we have to do that. Like, I had to be the leader to that leader in that moment. Um, but I didn't allow myself to feel, and it does show up. And so I think we're a little bit off track on the topic. It's just a podcast about focus is all. It's fine. <laughs> and we're not focusing on the topic. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys said that led me to share that, but I think it was a big lesson for me of just like, okay, like I've got to let myself feel Things and you, we, we can compartmentalize, and that is a superpower of ours. And it also can be a huge destruction to us if we let it get out of control. Well, I think uh, for me, this makes me think of you know, do you have the white space in your time in your life to deal with personal stuff like that? You know, because I've yeah. had a lot of you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, I have a lot of, I actually have a lot of white space in my schedule now. And um, I had a lot of personal stuff that happened to me this year. So I got my hip replaced in February. Uh, My stepmother died. Um, 
my son graduated from high school. And then when my dad was here visiting, he fell, he fell, ended up on the floor for quite a while. We didn't know he was there and, um, and then ended up in the ER a couple of times, which made us basically go down this path of transitioning my dad into uh, a nursing home. And that's a lot. That's basically March, April, it May, is a lot. in four months. Okay, that's a lot. And um, it just it just made me realize like you need to have you need to have the ability to say no in your life to certain things so that you can say yes to when these personal things crop mm-hmm. up. And you know, I'm so blessed. I have the best real estate team in the world. I run her best life with the most amazing partners. And, um, you know, that's what that's what this idea of like building a team around you allows you to do so that when life shows up, right, you can say yes to the things that matter most. And if you are running full tilt, and I would say, you know, this has happened to me before. This happened to me in 2019. I had a lot of personal things happen, which is I was finishing my house. I was the general contractor of a, of a, because my, Basically, I had to fire my general contractor. So I ended up being the general contractor. My team was, you know, running at full tilt. We did 325 deals that year. And then Jay had surgery and we moved. And that year, I did not have any white space in my life. I didn't, I didn't have a minute of it. And I was also not even cognizant of it. And so that complete lack of white space, plus all that personal stuff that uh, was happening to me caused this domino effect in my business life where I just I could I just simply couldn't I could not react to what was going on and that caught it, it wasn't the the full cause of it but it was a major reason why 26 people left my team of about 29 people that year and um and so you know it's just really important when life shows up you need yeah. to you need to you need to have support and leverage and 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 be able to say no, right? No, you, I'm having I'm having an aha as I listen to you, Wendy, because I, I've been really good this year about white space. Um, I haven't in the last few weeks, um, mm. and that it's showing up. I mean, what you're sharing is so applicable. I think this is the first gold nugget of this episode. Is what do our listeners need to say no to to ensure that they can say yes to white space? And they're in mm-hmm. all of us. I think have experienced moments uh, exactly what Wendy described, and me as fresh as this week of not having that white space in our calendar to really be able to think through. Um, the emotions that are going on with your people, the emotions that are going on with you, where you need to navigate your business. And so number one, look at your calendar. If you are not blocking white space, we want to encourage you guys. And we, we give you permission to do that right now is to look at your calendar. What do you need to say no to so you can add it, that in, um, that white space time in? It's, it's, it's necessary. Absolutely necessary. And and you can, you, you know, everybody's got this probably. Sometimes it's just a matter of of looking at your calendar and, and taking the time to reorganize it. You know, I think sometimes we might have a meeting, you know, we have a meeting at nine and then we have a meeting at, you know, 1030 and then we have a meeting at noon, whereas we could have had a meeting at 
you know, 1030, 11 and 1130 and kind of consolidated that. And I do that constantly. I'm constantly looking for ways to have these bigger blocks of time because I know how valuable those can be. And sometimes our whole day is eaten up by just like switch tasking, you know, moving from Mm -hmm. thing to thing. We don't have any good chunks of time to actually have thinking time or like content time or time to review your financials or any of those things. Yep. Yep. What are some things that you guys have said no to this year for you to say yes to other things? Um, I can start us off. Yeah. What are some things, Sarah, <laughs> that you've said no to? <laughs> um, probably, probably the biggest one is, you know, we've had a pretty significant decline in the business this year um, compared to the same time last year. Um, well, we're actually entering... This month, a year ago, is when we started seeing the decline. Um, right. And so I'm hoping this will be the first month where we actually see an increase, a little bit of an increase. Um, but the old Sarah would have um, changed everything, would have worked all weekend, would have worked every evening to get the business to not what I consider failing. Because in my mind, failure to me has been the business going backwards. And this year is a year we're going backwards. Uh, and I don't view that as failure anymore, um, which is a huge statement for me to make. Um, yeah. Because I have I have said no to me doing all the fixing. Um, I have not given up my weekends with my family. My family still comes absolutely first on the weekends. I'm home for the bedtimes. And um, so I, I've said no to being the the only fixer, the main fixer. And I told my leadership team that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sacrifice my family. I, I've already done that um, for about a decade. And so I've the last few years I've not That's done that. Enough. It, yeah. That's enough. Exactly. Yeah. 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 More that was too much. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. what I've said no to is being the one to insert myself and sacrifice my family time. I, I've done a lot of fixing and pushing during the work time, during the work day. Um, and so I'm, I'm working hard still, um, but I'm not sacrificing my family time for the sake of my business. And so that's been a huge, huge win for me this year, for sure. Congratulations. You should be it's so huge. proud of yourself. You it's really huge. should. I'm just, I'm so proud of you. It just makes me cry. I'm so proud of you because you have an incredible organization. You have incredible leaders and you You. deserve all of that. You deserve to have, you deserve to have all that. You worked hard for it. So I'm proud of you. Well, it it would not be this case. It would not, this would not be happening if it weren't for our circle, if it weren't for you, Wendy, if it weren't for you, Tiffany. I cannot, I mean, I wrote about it, um, earlier this week of like, like I just said, I'm, I'm a good mom. Like for the, I, I know I'm, I'm a good mom and, and being able to say that out loud, I could have never said that years ago. And it's because of your influence and our circles influence in her best life and our, in our mission at her best life. I mean, I'm so passionate about it because it changed my life. You guys have changed my life. And, um, we were talking before we started and all of us were crying, you know, cause Wendy said, Sarah, I thought you were going to be dead. Um, and I, I would have ha- for sure have died very early in life, living the way that I was living, both health wise and sacrificing my family, working nonstop. And if it weren't for her best life, if it weren't for this circle, my world right now would look very, very different. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm proud of myself, but I'm also just so grateful for you guys 
and inspiring me to do it and pushing me to do it and being the tough, being the tough, uh, tough friends that I needed in those moments. Where I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh. Well, we're all, we're all blessed to have each other. We've all learned and grown from each other so much. And, yeah. um, I just, I'm grateful, you know, I've been, this is a little off topic, but, um, I mean, I'm also grateful for, you know, Tiffany, you've really stepped into this role on the um, podcast. And I was telling you earlier, I'm getting so many compliments on you and Kimber and everybody likes the new spiciness and insight that you guys bring. (laughs) And uh, so I'm just, I'm grateful for you here on the podcast too. Thank you. Um, For me, things that I am saying yes to, which kind of to this point, like I said yes to the podcast um, by saying no to some other things that I really enjoy doing. But the reality is I need to do things that are for my joy and what I really enjoy doing. And so this podcast and writing and doing these things that I haven't been able to do for a decade um, is a yes for me. But in order to do that, I have to say no to other things. So like some examples of things I've said no to. Um, I have said no to working in my real estate business two days a week, two full days a week. And it's kind of a uh, make it work moment for the real estate team. Cause it's kind of like, <laughs> like to Sarah's point of, I'm not going to solve it. And I'm loving seeing what I, when I've said no, the hole it has left and not to make me feel good, but that's a hole that somebody else is rising into. And so I'm getting to see people on my team step into things that they are grateful to be able to have the opportunity to do. And they know that their journey is going to go so much faster for themselves and for their wealth and for all those things, because I have said no, it allows them to say yes. So that's been really an un, I didn't know that was going to happen. I actually thought, well, if I'm saying no to that, it just means the business is going to fail. It's just not going to work. That's what I thought. I mean, I thought this time by now I would not have a real estate business. Hmm. And I mean, I even went through the steps of mourning it. Like I mourned the death of my real estate business when I said no to that. <laughs> Tiffany's patting a little cross in the backyard. Thanks, Realty Group. <laughs> Nashville, it was Tennessee. so crazy. <laughs> got the sign hanging with like a shrine of like, like her first yeah. <laughs> Joshua and I went through the office and I was like, oh, we bought that. That was the first piece of furniture we bought for the oh, business. Like, well, are we going to keep it or are we going to get rid of it? Like, I mean, we really, because that was the only way that I could truly say no and not go back and say it. Um, and it has been one of my greatest joys to see how the people in the organization are like, they see that this is their opportunity and they're stepping into it. And I am loving to pouring, to pour into those leaders who are growing into leaders in the organization. And so, yeah, that's a big thing. This reminds me of our first ever Her Best Life event at the very end, because I love this story, Tiff. And at the very end, um, someone stood up and said, for every time you say no, you're giving someone else an opportunity to say yes. And uh, that was such a game changer for me to think about. Like, okay, I'm not saying no. I'm actually saying 
giving someone else the opportunity to say yes. So you you were thinking, I'm saying no to my real estate business, it's gonna go away. But now someone else has said, no, this is an opportunity for me to say yes to an amazing opportunity. So I love it. Well, and it's not just in our business. You know, it's with yes. all of the, those outside opportunities as well. So that's why understanding what your mission is, is really important. You know, my mission is to empower and inspire big thinking leaders to create lives of abundance. And so when Keller Williams Kids Can asked me to come and, you know, be on their board, yeah, I'm like, hell yeah, that completely aligns with my mission. And if Austin Pets Alive which is another amazing organization, comes to me and says, hey, we need you to be on, on our board. It's actually really easy for me just to say no to that because it's like, mm. wow, that does sound like a great opportunity. Sounds like a great networking thing. I'd probably get some business out of it. I could do that. You know, I have the bandwidth for it. But you know what? I don't really want to do that because it doesn't align with my mission. And so then somebody else who has a, a lot of uh, passion and excitement and enthusiasm around something like the mission of Austin Pets Alive can say yes to that. And then that's their opportunity. Yeah. Well, and it's also in your personal life. Like one of the things that I don't get any joy out of is cooking. My husband also doesn't get any joy out of cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, but no matter how little joy you get out of it, you still have to do it if you want to eat. And so like we've been doing that for so long um, and looked for all kinds of different solutions. Um, but then I had a, a great friend and I've, I've told y'all this and I think I've said it on the podcast before. Like I, I felt like I needed to do that as a mom, as, as our family, that was our responsibility. And the reality is your kids don't care who cooks the meals as long as you're there to eat them with them. And so we decided to hire somebody as a personal assistant in our home to do a lot of the little things that we didn't want to do. And cooking was one of them. And um, we have AJ now in our house who this is her dream job. Like she wakes up and she cannot believe that this is what she gets to do every day. She gets to cook and think of amazing meals and make it happen and grocery shop on a budget and do all the things that make us happy. And it makes her so happy. So she gets to live her joy by Joshua and I saying, no, we're not going to cook anymore. Well, and also, you know, you were able to say no to some other things that you could have spent your money on. You know what I mean? I know that in your life, you've prioritized leverage so that you can live that the life that you want to live and not spend your money on a fancy car or a lake house or a yacht or fancy handbags or shoes. And, and you know, none of that's, it's all fine to have all of that. And, you know, by saying no to some of those things, that's freed you up to say yes to this leverage that's really impacted your life. Absolutely. So, I mean, you guys are dropping so much gold here. Uh, for, and I hope everyone is is writing things down. If you can, in a safe place to write it down. I, mean, I, just <laughs> just wanna, I just wanna circle back to what Wendy said. So like the foundation for this sort of the strength to say no to certain things. Do you know your mission statement? Do you have a mission statement? I mean, I think that, you know, that's another piece of where Her Best Life has changed so many people's lives is, is we do that at multiple of our events to where we talk about our mission statements. And then when you have yours, then that gives you clear permission to know 
when to say no and when to say yes, if you have the foundation of your mission statement. So we talked about white space and then the mission statement and then just making sure that we can say, we're saying no to certain things in our personal lives so other people can say yes and have those opportunities. I mean, it's so good. I, I can't can't hear this enough, what we're talking about right now. Well, and that's the other thing is like, yeah, we've said no to say yes, and we screw it up, or at least I'll speak for all myself. I get it wrong all the time. This is one of those conversations that you cannot revisit enough, yes. like a reminder. And to your point, that's what's so powerful about our circle is like we 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 have this conversation almost every time we meet because it, it's so easy to get yeah. off track. It's yeah. so easy to forget and to feel like you need to say yes to things. And so people who keep saying to you, you can say no to that. That doesn't align with your mission. You know, what are you saying yes to? Just bringing your focus back to that over and over again is what fuels my growth in yeah. this area. When they're just yeah. being in a room that will also call you out at times when you notice that we've said yes to too many things. I mean, that has happened many times in our circle of just like, you know, you're saying yes to too many things. Like you're, and so we need to sit down and talk that through and helping each other realize, because it, it can happen without any intentionality, like meaning like, oh, all for sure. Calendar yes. fills up, you've said yes to so many things and you don't even realize it. And then one day you wake up and you're like, Wait, what just happened? Um, and it can it has happened to all of us at times. We get it under control and then we've got to circle back. Um, and so just a huge reminder today on what do you, all of our listeners, what do we need to say no to so we can say yes to the right things that match our mission, that match what we're about. So yeah, I'm gonna call that yes creep. Ooh, like, yes creep. Yes creep. Yeah. Yes creep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually not that good when you say it out loud. But in my <laughs> mind, it sounded really good. <laughs> well, guys, today's episode was amazing. It's a topic that I need to hear more of. It's a topic that all of you listeners need to hear more of, which is this idea of how do you say no to things to say yes to, to your priorities in your life? And we heard personal stories. We heard really good tactics. We heard uh lessons learned. And um, it's just a good reminder that if you really want to go out and build an empire, if you're going to be an empire builder, there's absolutely no way that you're going to do that without saying no to something so that you can say yes to the things that matter most. So go out there, continue to live your big life and grow that big business. We love you. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.